0: I'm gonna a pessoa I'm your host so give Ursula. give me me don't i want this your love oh, 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 so oh, this, oh i do anything for love anything i thought you feeling this or not Make i know Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Penny and a Peswa. You are listening to season two, episode two. And today we have a special guest and a very interesting topic. Today we are going to be discussing the realities of being a Muslim woman in our present day society. But before I introduce our guests and get into this juicy topic, let me just take a moment to say, happy Black History Month. I'm proud to be Black. I hope you're proud to be Black. And as a Black creator, Thank you very much for all your support. I would also like to use this moment to thank you all for your support on episode one, the season premiere. It was one of the best episodes in the history of A Penny and a Peswa. It was with special guest Nubuke, if you have not listened to it yet. And we had a very interesting conversation. So head over to... Our Instagram page, and click on the link in the bio so you can listen to episode one of season two. So, now that that's all out of the way, I have the pleasure of introducing today's special guest to the Penny and a Peswa table. She is smart, she is funny, she's a style enthusiast, and she's a YouTuber. She is an entrepreneur, owner of not one, but two businesses by the names of Zuri Shades and Zuri Jewelry. Please welcome special guest, candy Tats.
1: Hey, please, oh, hold on. Should I i going to bombard me with any difficult questions? Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't do that. We don't do that
0: over here. We do questions that people can yeah, answer. answer. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so we are talking about um you as a Muslim woman who's also a creator. I have come to realize that I what was on my computer. I am unconsciously very mm-hmm. attracted to Muslim women's content, especially fashion content, because I think the whole idea of modest fashion is just I love it. I I completely love it. I enjoy that type of fashion because, I don't know, that's just my behavior. But I realized that from some things you've posted and other Muslim women have posted, like Shat Batal, who I know you're also a big fan of. Yes! (laughs) Muslim women actually go through a lot of criticism from all kinds of people. So can you tell us a little bit about the misperceptions associated with being a Muslim woman? (laughs) Okay. Do you know why
1: I'm laughing? Why? I filmed a video on this yesterday. Oh, you did? Oh! (laughs) That that. That was just me ranting, actually. (laughs) So, me, I'm going to talk from my angle, like me living in Ghana. Yes. So I'm just going to talk from a Gani, oh Charlie, hold on, one second. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Nah. So I should come and lock the gate. Oh, I'll be there. No problem. Okay, okay. Go bye got my. Alright. they are painting my house, so I have to be looking left, right, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, it have to start again, right?
0: Oh no! You can go ahead.
1: Nah. as i said i'm speaking from a Ghanaian perspective mm-hmm. because me i've gone, i've lived most of my life here in ghana and honestly it's very very annoying being a muslim in ghana like a muslim woman in ghana like it's fun and all that but the thing is, like, people don't really realize these little things they feel like it's 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 normal mm-hmm. you see so me if i get something and come and say this somewhere somebody will actually be like oh it's not true like i'm telling life but actually me speaking from experience and I know many Muslim girls can actually relate. I don't know if you remember sometime I did this little rant on my Instagram story and wow I was just getting so many DMs from people actually relating Mm -hmm. and saying that it's true. So from my perspective in Ghana is like they think that (laughs) (laughs) No, like, it's like they don't even create space for you. Like, mm-hmm. there's no room for you. That kind of thing. For example, especially with the hijab thing. Like yeah. you cover your hair? And yeah, we probably worry you. Can I see your hair? Why have you covered your hair? Like, some really, really weird, annoying questions. Like, people don't really accept you fully. They expect you to adjust, you know, mm-hmm. adjust to how the normal living <clears throat> is. But meanwhile, that's my religion. And that's what my religion requires. Exactly. And accepted i've chosen to practice me covering my hair so why are you pressed that i've decided to cover my hair why are you pressed that i've decided to dress in a certain in a certain way mm-hmm. And me, one thing i don't really like is when you are working you are a normal person working your way. <laughs> and they'll be addressing you as Hajia or amelia
0: oh my goodness <clears throat>
1: Really triggers me, but mm-hmm. I'm not anymore. Cause I, I honestly just don't care. But yeah, those two things really annoy me. Like instead of them to address you as oh, um, madam, or you know those normal way they address, yeah. You, but still, if you are in a scarf, automatic, we are that's and Amelia. Like we are a haja on Amelia. So for those listening to this podcast, they don't know what a haja is. A <laughs> is basically someone who has been to Mecca before. That's a and Amelia is not been. I mean, yeah, it just means bright in Hausa. oh yeah and people are really stressing us with those two words i mean that's from my perspective mm-hmm. yeah i find that very
0: interesting because <clears throat> i would think that okay so these these are criticisms coming from people who are who don't identify as muslim am i right
1: yeah, and the fact that they say you don't look like a Muslim. Oh my god, that one gets to my nerves. So do Muslims have looks? Are we supposed to look in a certain way like when God was creating us, he said he he put Muslim on our forehead or what? So I've actually had um instances when people see me and say hey you don't look like a muslim or like a hey, muslim and you are too cool to be a muslim someone actually told me that that you're too cool to be a muslim i missed you're too cool to be a muslim A muslim then you're you are friendly like that hey a muslim and you're doing this somebody even came to say hey muslim you're allowed to do youtube oh my god see, uh, this Isn't is like, exactly why
0: i wanted to have this conversation because i remember growing up people used to tell me that mm-hmm. i look like a muslim And I was like, I didn't know that (laughs) certain (laughs) religions had certain looks, but I was in JHS by that time I didn't really understand what like, biases and like, I didn't Mm -hmm. understand that they were actually hurtful and wrong but when I came to understand it, I realized that a lot of people have this perception (laughs) that. If you're a certain religion, in this case, if you're a Muslim woman, you cannot be fashionable. You cannot, you know. Some people choose not to wear the hijab. They say that you're not a proper Muslim. But like now, they're yeah. the, now they're the uh, people on top rating who's a proper Muslim and who's Muslim. not. And you have people who just say, "Oh my gosh, Muslims are not supposed to do this and they're not supposed to do." This. And it just baffles me. Like I have this my school mother. Her name is Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I think you know her. She um owns a bakery.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I know her. She's my friend. Yeah, yeah she's my she she's
0: my school mother. Good friend. She doesn't oh, work. People mm-hmm. are always like, oh, my gosh. And your school mother this. And, and it's like, first of all, it's none of your business. Secondly, mm-hmm. she chooses what she wants to do. That doesn't make her exactly. a good or bad Muslim. So bad I find Muslim. that very interesting. And this actually leaves me to our next question which is how do these um criticisms or biases affect your work as a model a youtuber and an entrepreneur okay
1: honestly it doesn't really affect me because i don't make it affect me yeah i just mm-hmm. i see myself as a normal human being also like i yes. see myself as Normal, like a normal human. But the annoying thing is that people don't see me that way. Yeah, they always address me as the girl who covers her hair or the mm-hmm. girl. You understand? But I don't want that. I want to be addressed as Kanita, like mm-hmm. me as a human being, and recognized for what I do, not mm-hmm. for how I look and the religion I, I, I decide to follow. We say, "Oh, that Muslim girl who is in this hostel." Mm-hmm. Oh, that Muslim girl. Who, no, uh, do you understand? <laughs> I do understand you. And actually, as you're talking, I low-key
0: got goosebumps because in school, I had a friend. Her name is Asha. Shout out to Asha. She just graduated last year, but then she's also a Muslim mm-hmm. and she wears a hijab. She's the only Muslim girl that I know of who went to mm-hmm. our college. And mm-hmm. these were the type of things that she used to talk about, how um, as a Black Muslim woman, she is in like the most oppressed position anyone Honestly. can think of because black women already were oppressed. And mm-hmm. then being a Muslim woman, that's I'm more oppression yeah. from people in your own religion, people outside of your religion. Mm-hmm. And I just find it very sad that yeah. people actually do not see you, they don't identify you as like, but canita you. first, but
1: they identify hey. you as the Muslim, Muslim girl. Which or the is, girl who covers the hair. Or that girl who's always wearing long things. (laughs) Hey. And that's the whole that's one thing that really annoys me, and it makes me quite uncomfortable. But me, mm-hmm. I'm such a person. No matter where I find myself, I try to, you know, spread my positive energy. Yes, be myself. We love but the I don't, positive I don't vibes. The heck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you're going to think about me. I'm just going to be myself. That's why people come and tell me that I'm too cool to be a Muslim. Yeah. that really gets me angry mm-hmm. because I'm being my. It's like, hey, like, Esther, you know the thing? It's like mm-hmm. you don't expect Muslims to do certain things. Like, as a Muslim, you've been yes. put in such a category that mm-hmm. you are not meant to leave that category. So if you are doing something out of their perception of a Muslim and they find you weird, they find you as maybe you're doing extra or they find you as not being a proper Muslim. Meanwhile, you understand your religion. Are you, are you, Like, we are all not perfect. Like, we are all... Exactly. Nobody is perfect in their religion. Mm-hmm. And I need everyone to respect that, honestly. And I also think
0: that this is a problem of people being... People become uncomfortable when you don't act according to their expectations. Exactly. And thus, they try to project certain opinions and stereotypes on you in order to make themselves comfortable. So I remember 100%. when I first moved to Ghana, people used to say, wow, for an American girl, you're really local. Or like, why do you eat? Like, especially when I was in boarding school, like, why do you eat beans and Because that's what they give us hey. to eat. What do you want? <laughs> Am I supposed to be eating Indomite and things like, no, that's what they give us to eat, so that's what I'm going to eat. And it's <laughs> like, people will, will project their opinions their criticisms on you to make themselves more comfortable because people are very selfish and mm-hmm. i find it quite it's interesting it's weird when you actually sit down and think about it like about it it's very weird people, people say that really in ghana racism and um biases don't exist i won't really say
1: racism exists it's but, a lie even mm. tribalism between the northern exactly. and southern like, like they like, there are so many biases mm-hmm. there. and Honestly. But Esther, do you know what? In Ghana, right, we have white Muslims. Like those Lebanese. Not whites, like Oboni. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Like oh, the course. Lebanese and the... Those Lebanese people, those Turkish people. Yeah. I, Esther, I can bet they don't experience the same thing we experience. No, they because... don't because they're white. Exactly. Because in my school, my JHS and stuff, they were... Mm-hmm. Um, People like that. Their parents who wear the hijab and come and pick them. There was even there are even students who like were whites, but their mothers were niqabis. Like those who yeah. um, open just their eyes, who just cover their face yeah just like, put like that, but they weren't receiving any kind of weird treatment. Mm-hmm. From my experience with all those people, you don't see those people randomly call them amelia or hajj. You don't see mm-hmm. those people randomly say why are you covering your hair and you know stressing them with weird weird questions like a hey, cream yeah. when a house are for and those weird things. Mm-hmm. And please, Esla. Thank you for this platform, and I think of it's time course. to educate the masses. Well, I'm going to educate people. <laughs> Listen, this is one misconception mm-hmm. that Hausa people are Muslim people. I mean, yes, that's true. But people think all Muslims are Hausa people. Yeah. What's wrong. Because Hausa is a tribe. People in Ghana see Islam as a tribe, like mm-hmm. Islam is a northern tribe or something. That's mm-hmm. wrong. So if you're Muslim and you can't speak Hausa, I'm like, ah, you're not a proper Muslim. Proper Muslim, you can't. You're a Muslim, you can't speak Hausa. Yes, it doesn't make sense to them. But that's wrong. There are houses in Nigeria, Mali, Niger, and all those exactly. other West mm-hmm. Like it's a tribe on its own, and there are some of them in Northern Ghana as well. You see, mm-hmm. it just happens that many houses are Muslim. Exactly. It doesn't mean all Muslims are houses. So, why people hits me that with that thing like, hey, yeah, Muslim, Hausa, those things. You people pray in Hausa. No, it's Arabic. Mm-hmm. You say it's Arabic, it's not Hausa. Place, place. <laughs> <laughs> and I the, did trying to say that. The Muslims in Asia, Jamaica, and all those places, they should be able to speak Hausa too. And they, they all pray in Hausa too. No it's arabic that connects all of us and maybe the local languages we speak in our various places but i'm correcting the misconception that all muslims are hausa thank you (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think that is another big point that we should talk about because I do have a Nigerian friend. Her name is Lydia. Shout out mm-hmm. to Lydia. She's also from the northern part of Nigeria. And I think mm-hmm. where she lives is heavily hausa dominated So people mm-hmm. just automatically... She knows how to speak Hausa, but people um, expect her to be Christian. I mean, to be Muslim. Muslim. Mm-hmm. And also because of the culture of the northern region, you do have Christians who like cover their hair and mm-hmm. wear long dresses like they've kind of adapted some um muslim characteristics into their lifestyle so it's like a mixture of culture and religion so then mm-hmm. when she tells people she's not muslim they 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 get so mad and it's like why why mad though <sighs> like why are you I mad, like, like, why why are you mad? Hey, you. and it's because people don't understand that hauza does not equal muslim <laughs> It is a tribe. And oh, yeah. I'm not about to bore my audience with the history of how <laughs> Islam came to West Africa. That would be another episode altogether. But like it, it's 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 serious. It's um I don't even know what to say. But since you started speaking about misconceptions, I think we should also talk about um, other misconceptions you think creates a double standard for Muslim women in the creative industry. Now, when I think about Muslim women in the Ghanaian creative industry, mm-hmm. how many do I even think of? I honestly am um, being a fangirl. Miss D is the only person that comes to mind. I am so in love with her content and everything she does. And you, of course. But then if I'm thinking about Ghanians, it's you and Miss D. But I don't know of any other Muslim women. Oh, there they are.
1: I'll send you their pages of it. Oh, please send me white. Nami me dear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, she, but I are not many. I'm not even going mm-hmm. to <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. There's um gold Muslim, Amufida. She's really good. She does makeup content. Mm-hmm. She's a YouTuber as well. She's really doing well on YouTube. She has like, around fifty thousand subscribers and things. Oh, wow. really <laughs> Yeah. And she's Ghanaian. And she's Muslim. Oh, And there's, um, there's this one, um, Sheila Andakora. That's her mm-hmm. IG. She also does fashion content like um Hamdiya does. Mm-hmm. And there's... Wuna, black muslima. They, oh, yeah, they are, they, are there. Mm-hmm. they are there. But I'm not even going to lie. As I said earlier, we are not you You're know many. Or well, maybe I don't know them. <laughs> don't know. But mm-hmm. these are the ones I, I know because I see them around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the ones I know. Yeah, that's that's true. I know many, but they are upcoming. There are people who, who want to do it. Well, I don't know for them. Maybe they don't have the enough motivation to go for it. Yeah. That's just not their interest. Mm-hmm. That could be it. But I believe the next five years or something is going to be a lot. It's going to be normalized. Hopefully, hopefully we would about, love to see it. I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be
0: opposed at all. But then, do you think there is a double standard for Muslim women in the creative industry?
1: The thing is, most Mm -hmm. people don't create, don't think about you. Most people don't create the atmosphere for you. So let's talk in terms of fashion. Yes. So you can get a fashion gig or something, you can get maybe around where gig or something. But the designer doesn't have you in mind. You as a Muslim girl, when he or yeah. she was designing, he didn't create space for you. So you may not even get an outfit. The designer will have to compromise and mm-hmm. go and look for things to suit to suit you. But if only the designer said, okay, a possibility that we have a Muslim audience, so we'll design these clothes for maybe my Muslim audience. And you as a Muslim model or as a model and being a Muslim and you dress modestly, uh-huh. There's a platform created for you. Right? Yeah. So there's been instances like that. Like I'm talking from personal experiences, from mm-hmm. where like the designer doesn't have you in mind. So you have mm-hmm. to compromise and just say, oh, will this sketch be okay? Oh, is the is the length okay? <laughs> oh, um, should we cover your? you see those things really make me uncomfortable and yeah it's very discouraging you are the only model that, that is like they're giving you some extra weird attention it's not like they're mm-hmm. good, but just because maybe if they bring one outfit like oh i'm sorry i, I can't expose my this oh it's really pressing and annoying so for yeah. me i'll say they don't create room for you they don't think about you yes
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's that space for me and then for
0: youtube for example Mm -hmm. have you ever experienced like that type of double standard or any discomforts with like maybe have you ever thought about oh this video i'm putting out or has anyone any ever passed any unnecessary comments about my roaming and things
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay So far no everybody they, they like my videos and all that. But somebody actually passed a comment to me that as a Muslim girl, why are you roaming? Mm. Eh, they, you, most, so ah. those who don't know, I create um vlogs So I go out, I explore Accra, I go to places, I go to restaurants, I do reviews and all that. And subscribe to my channel. It's my name, yes. Sharif. Yes, thank you. The so link will be in the are, description. I, yes. So most people are just surprised that as a Muslim girl and I'm doing these things. So the girl actually approached me and said, hey, and as a Muslim girl, why are you... Roman, that you understand going around and yeah vlogs since it's it's not allowed or something i'm like no uh-huh. it's like my personal thing and that's what i want to do i'm a human being i have my interest right and i'm just mm-hmm. pursuing my interest this has nothing to do with my religion so i just made that mm-hmm. to so that's been the only weird comment <laughs> i've had so far apart from that everybody likes my videos it's not like i do those um what those challenges, those drinking ones the ones that people drink because i don't drink yeah. alcohol so i mm-hmm. obviously don't do that kind of content that kind of content talking about relationships i mean some people may like to talk about relationships but i it's a personal choice i yeah. don't like talking mm-hmm. about sex and relationships on my channel mm-hmm. <laughs> i prefer to do vlogs travel content because <clears throat> that's what i have interest in yeah
0: so then going a little bit backwards to our first question mm-hmm. what are some criticisms you've received from people within the muslim community if you have received any or if you know
1: anyone who has received any what do
0: those look like
1: <clears throat> hmm. unfortunately i'm never going to lie i haven't i haven't received any bad comments from any muslim person or that's good <laughs> because they all seem to to like my view like the muslim girls mm-hmm. are they really support me. they always comment things i don't even know them like from instagram they always comment they dm me and say oh they like my videos i should keep it up no like the support is there and i feel it mm-hmm. no backlash so far that
0: that's good to hear i feel like do you think that for people like yourself mm-hmm. um hamidiya black muslima the other um creatures that you mm-hmm. mentioned shots Batao? i, I yeah. love Shat so much guys <laughs> do you think women like that are um starting this generation of muslim women who just do what they want to do creatively and in what way do you think you and other muslim women like yourself um inspire younger generations
1: yeah honestly growing up i didn't see people like myself like muslim creators I didn't see that when I came on Instagram at first. It was just somebody I knew. I started following mm-hmm. her like quite a long time ago. She was the only person I saw creating fashion content. But then could I even have a dream or whatever of starting? Yeah. I didn't imagine myself doing content creation. I mean, at that at that mm-hmm. time. She was the only one I saw doing that kind of stuff. And the other people I followed they were not Ghanaians. There were people outside mm-hmm. Ghana. So I didn't even think online. I didn't see that hey, Ghana will will there be women who will be willing to do this stuff. So as I was growing up and I just got the the interest. I don't even know how that even came about but it just happened for me. And yes, I mm-hmm. have a feeling that I've, I've inspired people because there are people who, there was this one girl who told me she created a YouTube channel because of me. She's a Muslim girl. She's also on oh. YouTube. Oh. And that person who recently DM'd me that she wants tips because she wants to start a YouTube channel. I feel like I'm having an impact on these girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, as, time goes on, they will also create, they will also blow, you know, we we'll all blow together, they will start multiplying. Huh? Period. Like that. We are changing the norm. Period. And I think people now, Muslim girls now are free. I don't know how it was then. No, I'm i am young, I'm 21. I don't know how it was back <laughs> in the day. But I think now people are just doing what they want. I feel the thing is from our generation. Our, gen- our generation yeah. is an outspoken Definitely, one. We... We do what we want. We don't give a heck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just that generation. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I think that could also play a part. I definitely think
0: that, especially in Ghana, the creative industry we see now mm-hmm. is definitely not the creative industry I saw even two years ago when I was Honestly. Like, Honestly. This was not it. Like, YouTube? Mm-hmm. Who was doing YouTube? A Ghanaian doing YouTube? I don't know if any <laughs> Ghanaian... U- I like i can't recall from that time but then mm-hmm. i came to ghana and all of a sudden everybody and it's not a bad thing at all mm-hmm. it's very i love it it's good yeah. and i like to see the diversity i feel like the true colors of ghana are being shown with muslim women muslim men mm-hmm. entering the scene speaking of muslim men mm-hmm. what what how where do they fit into this whole creative industry thing because i if i'm being honest Mm -hmm. i've only seen one muslim man on youtube a ghanian creator but then yeah what do you
1: think of um where the men play a role yeah okay for me they're mostly in the photography and videography space that's mm-hmm. where most of the Muslim creators are. I mean, that the males that I know of, because most of them are. And my friend Zaid. Zaid is a videographer. And he also mm-hmm. does poetry. He does spoken word. I, I posted that my story. I don't know if I finished. Please mm-hmm. follow him as Zaid Adams. Z A Y D Adams. He does spoken word. He does videography. He does photography. He's a very talented guy. And then mm-hmm. um, there's this guy too, Arafat. He's a very, very good. Photographer. I'm not sure if that's his name, but I think he's also Arafat too. And there's mm-hmm. Oh, there are many. There are many of them. They are mostly in the you know photography, videography space. Yeah, yeah. Those are those I know of. But for the fashion, <laughs> I don't know. It's just Arafat I know. Fatman. Yeah, person. me too. He's the only one that yeah, that's the only person I can think of. I can think of, or that I know of <clears throat> so far. Mm-hmm. But the rest are pursuing yeah. their other dreams. Someone <laughs> 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 doing sports mm-hmm. or something
0: yeah that's true that's true i feel like as long as they're there they are in the creative space in some shape or form that's a good thing mm-hmm. to see yeah. um so moving on to our last question it's kind of a fun one i don't know i think this question is interesting mm-hmm. which creators do you look up to, um, and which Muslim creators do you think are breaking standards that society has set for Black Muslim women?
1: In the world or in Ghana? In Ghana, right?
0: Every, anywhere you want, whether it's in the world,
1: in Ghana. Okay. For me, it's like or you know, the husband <laughs> is shocked. Oh my god. Of course. <laughs> so much. And one of the things that really made me happy about her is when she did the um, edit with ASOS. That's one thing ASOS. I've always wanted to do in my life, like collaborating with a brand. Like they actually understood mm-hmm. her and, you know, created like, a yeah. whole modest line in collaboration with her. That was, mm-hmm. that was crazy. Because those brands usually don't collaborate with Muslim women. They would rather go for those, like... Influencer, those other influencers, the Molly <laughs> <y-bab>. Mays, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, those musicians, Swedish, so and all that. But don't really go for Muslims. <laughs> so I was very happy mm-hmm. about that for Shad. So, me, I'll say Shad. And in Ghana, I'll say it's Hamdia, Mesdi of course, of course. Yeah. like are we twins freaking shots and Hamidia are like
0: my idols yeah. when it came to my when I started with content creation mm-hmm. they were the two people I looked at for inspiration for everything yeah. I, I love them
1: she has really good eye yeah. and she has really done a lot for the industry in Ghana like as a Muslim mm-hmm. Woman, mm-hmm. being able to you know enter the fashion industry with the modest fashion style she has really done yeah. a lot she has really done mm-hmm. it. yeah so what I'll say mean yeah so far that i can think of mm-hmm. and then i forgot i was gonna ask a question but then which women
0: they don't have to be the ones that you mentioned do you think are breaking the standards like generally yes uh, muslim women who are breaking the standards of Society, what society expects, society's expectations.
1: Uh-huh. No, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't
0: know. Just, that's okay. I honestly don't know. That's okay. Yes, I was going to say that I feel after shots did her ASOS edits, I might be wrong, but I realized that I really like Misguided. Uh-huh. I realized that Misguided actually started. Using must uh, Muslim model. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure, yes. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, it took you guys a while, but okay, we love." To yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, other fashion true. brands also catch on. Yeah. But
1: until then, it's true. We'll see when what, what will happen. On those sites you have to be careful, We have to be looking, check the texture, make sure that. Yeah. they just create <laughs> a category for us. What the heck? <laughs> honestly, honestly,
0: I don't know why they haven't yet, but maybe one day when I create my fashion line
1: I'll create Mm. a section just for you oh yeah yeah and listen I was there I was there I was relaxing (laughs) 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 and I saw some fashion brand in Ghana she DM'd me she said oh she wants to create uh," like she does clothes and those stuff obviously fashion brand so she wants to do something for (laughs) Muslim women like a corset type of thing for a Muslim woman. She wants me Mm -hmm. to help her with the design. She wants me to be her model. I was so happy. So that's the first time a brand is approaching me with me in Mm. mind. Mm You understand me? Diamante by O on IG watch out for their collection coming out soon <laughs> yes i will if you send me the
0: link at uh, the page i'll also put it in the description for this episode okay. um apart from that do you have any last words any lingering
1: thoughts that you need to let out before i let you go okay my last word for you guys is Please treat Muslim women Like normal human beings Guys, we are all equal, okay It's just the religion that makes us different Like, we all do normal human stuff Okay, mm-hmm. just understand that And respect our choices If we say we don't drink alcohol Just accept and Don't force us to drink alcohol And respect our religion too And our beliefs Just like how we respect yours too Okay Thank you guys yes. for having me. It's Kanita Cherif and peace out.
0: Woo! 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 Yes, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you everyone yeah. for listening. And I'll catch you in the next episode.
1: Okay. Goodbye. Bye.
0: You can find guest information. In the description of today's episode thank you for listening to today's episode of a penny and a Peswa. don't forget to follow us on instagram as a penny underscore and underscore a peswa. you can stream episodes of a penny and a Peswa on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and anywhere else you listen to podcasts Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review of 5 stars. See you on the flip side.